सहनावतु सहनाओ भुनक्तु सहवीर्यंकरवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमावेद्विशावहै ओम शांतेशांतेशांति ही गुरुर् ब्रह्मा गुरुर् विष्णु हो गुरुर्देवो महेश्वरः गुरुरेव परम ब्रह्मा तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः Almost every one of the deities that we have <coughs> has definitely a stotra, and along with the astotra, they definitely have one sahasranamavali. <coughs> Different attributes which connect us to that divinity, that form of divinity. Whenever we have an experience with the form, we immediately want to tag it with a name. And it quite often happens, <clears throat> because most of the congregation that I meet, it is on Saturdays and Sundays, and uh, in that brief you know, one or two minutes when they say Hari Om or, uh, you know, while I am coming in or getting out, I never get the opportunity to know their names or know their, uh, any other details. There was one time, 11 years ago, when I would sit after the session and then spend time with everybody and talk to them. But now it is like on a different pace altogether. <coughs> so, recently, I was in where was it? I was flying through Chicago and uh, there was some kind of a storm and the flights were getting delayed and we had to reroute, rebook. It was a chaos. And suddenly this person comes and he says, Hari Om. Now I ask him, are you Chicago Hari Om? <laughs> or you are from anywhere else? Then he looks like he took, took it to a very offense uh, and he, he looks at me and says, I am Dallas. <laughs> I said, okay, sorry. I don't know. <clears throat> and sometimes 
uh, you know, people when you see them in Indian clothes and when you see them in formals, especially women, you can't, you can't make uh, even if they're Indian or not. So I looked and I said, okay, which session? So, you know, third session. So I said, okay. But uh, you may have not seen me in this attire, but you have definitely seen and have, we have spoken. So now I remember her. I don't remember her real name. I remember her as the Chicago lady. <laughs> Chicago Harium. The point is that whenever you see a form, you immediately want to understand the Nama name. That is how our mind works. That is the mechanics of our mind. That as soon as you see a form, you have to tag it with a name. And if you do not know what it is, and you cannot place your finger on which category of tagging do I put this in? There is this, this restlessness. The mind gets so restless. You want to go, you know, feel it, touch it, uh, experiment with it. I often get the opportunity to uh, do that with food. <clears throat> There was this you know, lady who brought in and said, I have a surprise desert for you. So I was thinking in my mind, I hope it is only surprise and not a shock. <laughs> in 20 years I have got enough shocks. So in Hindi they say, Dood ka jala chhaas ko bhi phuk phuk ke pita hai. So once bitten, twice shy. So I said, let me know what it is. No, no, it is for you to find out what it is. Uh, this becomes my trouble again. And, uh, so I put it in my mouth and uh, it's very slimy, sticky, uh, no taste or flavor of its own. And uh, there is some sweetness of jaggery added into it. I have never tasted that kind in any Indian cuisine. So I am like scratching my head and by the time I finish scratching my head, I observe that there is something happening to my throat. Because this slimy little thing has gone into my throat and it has started itching all from inside. I cannot reach in, within to, you know, I said uh, enough of these guest games, tell me what it is. <clears throat> and she said this is taro root, a desert made out of taro root. I said, Amar, then the taro root is not cooked well. Therefore, it is having this itchy sensation. I would advise that nobody else eat it also. See, unless you get the name that it is, you don't know what exactly it is going through. So, the Nama is always associated with the form. And it's very easy for us to, you know, we, we interact with, say, for example, what is this? It's a wristwatch. You may have seen millions and millions and millions of watches. So you'll put it in watch, a wristwatch category. Tagging is done. So you see the form and there is the nama. God. What form comes in your mind? Because all this Nama and Rupa, name and form, 
is associated with that which you have already experienced. That which you have never experienced, the mind has no, no clue what way to look for. God, Paramatma, Parabrahma Paramatma, Brahman. And sometimes in the uh, Balavihar class, you know, the, the parents, uh, they are inspired, they want to come and teach. And they start with a 6th, 7th grader. Do you know what Brahman is? <laughs> no, who knows? Do you know what Brahman is? And these are all different names given to that which we think or want to grasp as a concept or conceptualize God. But do we really have that concept also clear, clearly? We don't have the concept of the form very clear. Nirguna Nirakara, we have no concept at all. Saguna Sakara, it depends on who has portrayed it for us. Like the Vishwarupa Darshan of 11th chapter of Bhagavad Gita or Purusha Sukta as described in Purusha Sukta. Sahasra Sirsha Purushaha Sahasraksha Sahasrapat Sabhumim Vishwato Vritva Atyatishtaddashangulam so the painter sits down and now meditates on that. Sahasra Sirsha Purushaha. So you have seen the Vishwarupa painting. Sirsha, you can very easily portray that. You know, there is one middle Krishna or Vishnu Bhagavan's head and then different forms and the later part it will be just few, you know, indistinctive forms. And then just to give you that it is Countless number of heads. Sahasra Sirsha Purusha. Sahasra Akshaha. On these countless heads, there are uh, countless times two eyes portrayed. Now they get really stumped when they have to describe in their imagination. Sahasra Path. The feet. Uh, they, they, even Sahasra Bahu, you know, you can uh, put a fan of uh, hands on either sides. But Sahasra Path, how do you put the feet? So they leave it alone with the two feet. So whatever as the, the, the painter has imagined, the sculptor has imagined, that is what we get to see. And in fact, today's world... Almost every single deity that we have, as for our imagination, in the print format, all of them, or most of them at least, are the blessings of Raja Ravi Varma. Nobody knew how Adi Shankaracharya looked. It is his painting that gives us that he was, uh, you know, that young looking, uh, charismatic and uh, with this kind of a cloth on his head and there are four students sitting. Who gave you that idea? Somebody painted it and that, that impression, Adi Shankaracharya, we remember that form. Saraswati Devi, Veena Vadini, Hamsa Vahini. So he has painted it and we get the picture. 
or if we go to the temples and we have seen different sculptures, different forms, and we try to associate. And even in that association, it is not a very well-established association. Because half the time we are, uh, I mean, at least this used to happen in India, that uh, to get your darshan, you have to fight against at least another 50,000 of them who are there. In that little uh, temple, sanctum, sanctorum, you have to you know, nudge them, push and then do your uh, bala pratapa. I mean, these are the devotees. Then there are paid employees. Have you ever been to Tirupati? Uh, more than uh, Balaji's name, you only hear Jargandi, Jargandi. Uh, you are pushed and pulled and thrown out. And all that you get is about uh, 3 to 5 seconds of darshan. And in that 3 to 5 seconds, uh, that darshan we get, 2 seconds, we close our eyes. <laughs> Similarly is Vaishnadevi. The first time I went, I was... I was thrilled because the 14 kilometers, you know, in one stretch without stopping, we were all very young and we walked all the way up and uh, in those days it was not uh, morphed or changed as it is today. It, uh, you had to go through the uh, cave formation into the waters and the waters are almost to your, uh, to me it was to the knee or little thigh level and you had to creep through it and uh, reach there and there is this pundit sitting there and it says, Matha Teko. Coming from South India, right? <laughs> My South Indian head is saying, uh, Mata Devi means, you know, there should be a, at least a, a, a Devi form or something. And it says, he shows these little, little, uh, you know, rock formation. and says, this is Mata Devi. what? I said, okay, for whatever it is worth, do the Namaskar, expecting some Chamatkar. <clears throat> Mata Ji, you have a form. And the, you have always been tuned to understand Durga Devi, Saraswati Devi, Lakshmi Devi, you know, Lalita, uh, Tripura Sundari, uh, Raja Lakshmi, various names, various forms. And you go there, there is no form, there are like three little small rock, rock formations, if you do Namaskar, okay, <laughs> do Namaskar and come out. Even there, you put so much of effort, there are people, uh, you know, rushing in and you get that little window. A little window and that little window, how strong is the bridge and connection to that Lord, that Divine? There's hardly any connection. So, how do we develop that Bhakti? How do we develop that Bhava towards that Lord and connect with that Lord? <coughs> When you say Tvameva Mata Chapita Tvameva, Tvameva Vandusya Sakha Tvameva, Tvameva Vidya Dravinam Tvameva. You are my everything, how do I end up associating with that which is supposed to be my everything? So every form of deity has been given these attributes of names, 108 names, 1000 names, so that when I understand the meaning behind every single name of it, when I stand in front of that Lord, of these thousand, there will be at least one name that would have hit deep within. When I say Bhagavan Vishnu, 
अगर ऐसे भगवान रामचंद्र जी भगवान कृष्ण भगवान हु एवर इज द फॉर्म ऑफ लॉर्ड वेन आई टेक दैट नेम दैट वन एट्रीब्यूट एटलीस्ट क्लिक्स इन माई हेड एंड विद दैट फॉर्म आई लुक इन टू दैट विद दैट नेम एंड द मीनिंग ऑफ इट आई लुक इन टू द फॉर्म अ कनेक्शन एस्टैब्लिशेस भक्ति इज नॉट समथिंग विच इज ब्लेस्ड यू आर इफ इट इज right friends birth you have this special inclination towards towards god and you find that connectivity and you are blessed not everybody is that way so how do you establish that connection by going through these different nama or the names of the lord the form which is not of an experience but the name and the meaning behind is also an experience with that experience i try to associate myself with that divine which is not yet a part of my experience until when until it becomes a part of my experience is it visualization is it imagination is it hallucination is it none of the above it is called upasana and through that upasana you tune this mind to that divine which is the core of one's own existence and where will you have that darshana in the lotus of our own heart until then this association has to be established within our hearts you know formally that is the word the meaning and associating the word and meaning to that form of lord <clears throat> i may be picking this as a joke but this is something which has really happened uh, there was <clears throat> i was staying in somebody's house and uh, the neighbor this was in the apartment complex not even apartment complex it is like uh, in bombay they have these little uh, dwelling quarters and they're all like in a row so kya bolte hain Huh. So I was living with somebody for, uh, and this was just after the Vedanta course. Uh, I mean, six seven months I had to visit. They said go speak in that uh, locality. Said, okay, so I went. <clears throat> Now, early in the morning, uh, there was this Tamilian and a Maharashtrian. They were having a big argument, and these were the neighbors. i come out and look at them and uh, the maharashtrian has a hen in his hand hen or uh, whatever it was and uh, the tamilian was all uh, you know he was offended because the tamilian was a devotee of kartikeya and every day day in and day out you know whatever he gets up wakes up he'll say murga 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 the maharashtrians association with murga is a hen anyway you keep dreaming of this murga i didn't think that you would uh, you are a vegetarian i thought but you keep dreaming of this i said okay let me buy you one said, take this and it is not a live one it is like the meat <laughs>
this Tamilian feels so offended that you know his god has been reduced to this dead piece of meat. Nama and Rupa. What Nama associates with what kind of Rupa? Then I had to be the intermediary and I asked this fellow to go keep that uh, chunk of meat inside and then wash his hands, come outside and explain him what Murga meant. And then he himself went and apologized and he said, I didn't think that you were thinking of the God. <laughs> For me, the Murga is only this. So unless we condition our own mind to tune in with that name, with that meaning, to that form, Therefore, Nitya Upasana is a daily process wherein you start your mind elevating it, lifting it up to that divine and tuning it with this name and the form and the meaning behind it. And then start your day. <clears throat> so, we have seen about 249 names so far. So, this is the, uh, what do you call, one quarter of the Sahasranama Valley. So, what is the one quarter name? <clears throat> so, let us chant the entire shloka. Repeat after me. Asankhe yo prameyatma Visishta sishta krachuchihi Sishta krachuchihi Siddhartha Siddha Sankalpaha Siddhida Siddha Siddhi Sadhanaha Siddhida Siddhi Sadhanaha So till yesterday we saw Vishishtaha. Today we will see Sishtakrit. <coughs> Sishtakrit. One meaning of Sishtakrit is Shishta. That is the word wherein Shishtachara. Shishtachara, the good noble act. Shishtakrit, the one who has designed all these um, good righteous actions to live by. Meaning, whenever he has taken the avatara, he has lived these values and dharma to show to the rest of us how well to live this dharma in our day-to-day -day life. Sishtakrit, the one who has created and lived the Sishtachara himself. <clears throat> if you look at the entire Ramayana, every step, every decision made is such well thought out, balanced way of approach. Ramji had this, you know, immense compassion that as soon as somebody took refuge at him, he would bless them with the best of the best of the best. Sugriva took refuge and Bhagavan Ramchandraji immediately asked Hanumanji to light the fire and in the presence of the fire, he promised him that he will become the king of Kishkinda promised, out of compassion. Vibhishana comes for refuge 
and he asked Hanumanji to bring uh, the kalasha full of waters from uh, the ocean and then uh, does the Abhisheka of Vibhishana and instantly <coughs> there is a deliberation and after the deliberation is done uh, Ramji makes uh, Vibhishana announces that he is the king of uh, Lanka Jambavan, Nala, Neela, Angada. This, this Bhagwan Ramchandra ji is very. You know, he jumps his uh, thing. He, what if tomorrow Ravana comes and you know uh, he takes refuge? He says, "Okay, my my bad. Take your wife Sita." And, uh, he gives uh, gives up uh, Sita ji and he prostrates to him and says, "Please." Nakshamaswa. I take refuge. Please pardon me. This is a group discussion among Jambavan, Nala, Neela, Angada, and everybody. And nobody is able to give a right direction as to oh, that's a tricky situation. What will he do now? So they go to Hanumanji. <coughs> Hanumanji says, you know, why ask me when he is there inside directly? You can go, you all can go and talk. So he forwards the case directly to Ramji. So Ramji has a big smile and he says, oh, this is nothing. I did not jump my, uh, you know, opportunity and, uh, you know, promise him of Lanka. If tomorrow, because Ramji is known for his word, and tomorrow if Ravana were to come here, and uh, seeking refuge, then I would gladly give him my Ayodhya. And look at his thinking. The epitome of Shishtachara. The reason I always pick on Ramji's life is because it is easy to understand. And if I take Krishna's life, Everybody will have a shotgun, Texan style, a shotgun in their hand and start shooting down. It does not mean that he is never Shishtachara in his life. Every act of Bhagwan Krishna was also filled with nothing but Shishtachara. But we view him through our broken Shishtachara, our broken system of values and ethics. And then judge him whether he did something right or wrong. It doesn't work that way. So, Shishtakrit, the one who establishes the path of righteousness, the one who lives that path and sets an example, he is not somebody who is just talk, talk, talk. But he walked the talk and proved to the entire humanity that however challenging it may be, Shishtachara is not something that has to be given up. Shishtakrit. <clears throat> and in a very, uh, in a very subtle manner, as the Ishwara, he is the one who makes the law, he is the one who implements the law, and he is the one who makes sure that uh, those who follow the law get the benefit out of it and those who go against it get punished for it. If that system of reward and punishment is not there, 
then the shishtachara does not have any meaning. See, usually at home, <coughs> children are scared of one of the parents, isn't it? Very rarely, but surely there is a, a, in a household wherein they are scared of both. Otherwise, they are scared only of one. And when things really go bad, then that that person now takes the Vishwarupa, Rudra Rupa. <laughs> Isn't it? Because one of them only keeps threatening. Do it or else. Do it or else. The other one, it says, this is the way. Do it, you will be rewarded. Don't do it, you will be punished. And when they say that you will be punished, they will see that, see through it. They will implement it also. So they are scared. So this fellow was, you know, newly married or getting married, and all his friends. I said, you know, the last party to your freedom <coughs> because marriage is where you lose your bachelors and she gains her masters. So I said, the final party to your freedom. <coughs> so they had a party and this fellow was getting too tense listening to the stories of all his friends. Um, so the most wise looking among his friends most experienced, wise looking one, he goes and he says, tell me, you know, what is that one thing that if you knew, right on the day that you were married, you would have implemented and it would have saved you uh, tons of effort in your relationship with your wife. So, he thought for a while and he said, you know, do one thing. Right from the first day, for every silly little thing, call out loud on her, scream at her and threaten her. Where is my tea? Bring it right now or else. That will set the tone for the entire life. So This fellow wanted to experiment it on the first day. So he got up. And uh, he said, and she was, you know, just, she also had just gotten up, she had just freshened up and, Khadi kyao, where is my tea? Get it right now or else. So she was like, what is this? She rushes down and, you know, gets a trembling hands, comes back and this is the chai. This happens every single day, every single opportunity he gets, this is the interaction. This is the modus operandi. <coughs> After uh, about 5-6 years, she has chinku, minku, tinku, pinku. Uh, her in-laws had also visited, her parents also had come in and her uh, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, all of them, the house was packed. 
and she being the uh, householder, I mean, in her house, so every responsibility was on her shoulder. And that day, early morning, this fellow is on a towel and he says, Is my hot water ready? And six years into marriage, you know that this fellow is only screaming type. And that day, she is so ticked off. Enough is enough. She or else what? What will you do? And she also raised her voice. So this fellow, he was not prepared for this. He was not trained for it. When you are not trained for a kind of path, then even a simple thing can topple you off. You can observe in the restaurants here. Ask them... Uh, Get me a glass of water without ice with, uh, if possible, a piece of lemon in it. They said, come again. What? Because they are not trained for it. They need three keywords. Water, no ice with lemon. Oh, gotcha. And they'll go. <laughs> the same thing, put it in a sentence format, they are lost. So the husband here, uh, he was never... Uh, he, he, always it worked. Like a charm. So he asked for one bucket of hot water and this lady was so ticked off that day and she said, what hot water? Orange, what will you do? She is like, I'll take bath with the cold water. <laughs> Whenever there is an orals and if you don't follow it through, it always can have a, a boomerang effect. So, Sishtakrit, that he not only is the one who is the lawmaker, why does things, why do things function in the way they function? Why does fire burn? That is its nature. Who created it that way? Whoever created it, that is whom we call or refer to as God. In a no-fire zone, if there is fire, so what do you do? You pour water. Why water extinguishes fire? Who created that water with that particular nature that it exists with? Whoever created it, it is that is whom we refer to as God. That is its basic nature. So he creates the universe, he creates every single element, every single particle, every single thing and being and their nature is also decided. Now we have fire and water, just taking an example. Fire will burn you. You know in the, in the recent YUP course, we had all the devis from Dallas who had come there to cook. <clears throat> they are all uh, gigantic burners. Like the, uh, put it in uh, the smallest capacity and it would still boil water in like, you know, 40 seconds. That big burners. And there were six or eight of them, 
eight of them <coughs> huge and uh, these ammas would come with their uh, chudidar chunni everything and then uh, okay sometimes here sometimes there uh, dancing and singing but take the chunni off put an apron on tie things in proper place we will handle it swami ji and then the very next day <laughs> burn what happened tried to handle it and i was no better and a long time when i was very young about 2 3 years old my parents used to always tell warn me do not because just before leaving to office they would iron their clothes and it was on a table <clears throat> not reachable with a uh, for a kid of the very few memories of that 3 year old this is one strong memory that i have one day probably they were all busy i saw that thing that was being always kept away from me and that became a challenge for me so as a 3 year old i grabbed the chair pulled it all the way into that room put it comfortably next to the table managed to climb over that chair somehow managed to climb over to the table a sense of accomplishment <clears throat> if anybody knew what it felt like on the on the uh, uh, top of everest that is how i felt that day so i sat there and then i looked at that iron thing the black thing that was there i held it and then put it in my lap and the sirens and the wireless and the ganga yamuna saraswati uh that i remember very clearly so from then on <coughs> for anything mischievous that i was you know until what 5 6 years old that i was next 3 years my torture chamber was that room they would say do anything nonsense we'll put you in that room with that iron and that would scare the living daylights out of me because i had the experience up until then they were telling me that fire burns and then, ah. now so those who know how to handle it you can iron clothes those who know how to use that fire you can you can create a locomotive you can create enough pressure of that steam and you can use tap into that potential energy there make it into a kinetic energy or mechanical energy kinetic energy ha huh. and then a locomotive is created if you know how to handle that fire you go against it you will have memories for lifetime not just internally externally also isn't it sishtakrit the one who implements the laws and also immediately there is a result of it 
Shishtakrit. Therefore, <clears throat> do not get lost in trying to be good or trying not to be bad. Rather, reach to that wherein, from wherein you can find both goodness and badness as two sides of the same coin. Where do we have to reach? To that state of Shuchihi. Shuchihi, absolute purity. Wherein it cannot be a blemish of duality either. If there is silence, it is always vulnerable to sound. And those who are constantly habituated to sound, they cannot stand silence. Imagine your experience the first time when you came from India and you were put in uh, your friend's house. The night is still young, I mean, because the sunset is at 9 o'clock, 9.30. But on the streets there is not even a single soul. Occasional car that passes by, that's all. And your friends, they've gone for job. You know, they put me in Saket. <clears throat> and the, the, as the night approaches, you know, after 10, 10, 30, the building starts making weird sounds. Because it has expanded, now it is contracting and uh, it is so silent that every creaking sound is amplified into your ears. And you are sitting there like, you already have a jet lag and it is a totally, you know, they call it sannata. So silent. I should tell you my other experience. In about three cities, my father's workplace was next to the airport. So, for about three and a half years, sleep meant that I should be hearing the, the airport hangars, uh, a different kind of a hangar, wherein they, they do a lot of maintenance of these big, big jets. A constant rattling sound all through the night. After three and a half years in three different cities, in three airports, almost it felt like living in an airport suddenly shifted to a remote place away from the city in in middle of all boulders and uh, mountains and uh, for you know how much ever you can see not a twinkling light anywhere first two three months was such a pain so i had devised a table fan with a paper that it rotates and it keeps you know beating onto that paper making that sound and then i would sleep it has a constant make that sound because the absence of sound is still vulnerable A 
शुचि ही दैट हाइट ऑफ प्योरिटी विच इज नॉट इवन कंटेमिनेटेड बाय ड्यूएलिटीज पोलैरिटीज ऑफ द वर्ल्ड एंड इट्स वर्ल्डिनेस दैट शुड बी द गोल दैट शुड बी द एम एंड दैट इज वेयर इज द कोर ऑफ वंस ओन बींग विच इज बियॉन्ड विच इज अनफेक्टेड बाय एनी ऑफ दीज पोलैरिटीज एंड द वन हु हैज गेन्ड दिस इमैक्युलेट स्टेट विथ इन इज कॉल्ड सिद्धार्थ सिद्ध अर्थ द वन हु हैज अकम्प्लिश्ड दैट फॉर विच लाइफ इज मेंट टू बी not caught up in unnecessary whinings of worldliness unless we are prepared this statement will not sink in i gave you the other day the example of naraji who wanted to see maya and her, and its effects complete effect that he took a sukara roop sukara roop the bore and he refused to come out of it so each one embedded where we are what would appear as the highest priority depending on what vasanas that we have trained ourselves to exist in so far therefore satsang must be a constant companion to change that conditioning constantly be with the satpurusha satsang sat uh, what do you call satgrantha sat shravana sat manana constant churning of it is a must to change that conditioning wherein you reach to a point enough of this let me get out of it until that burning desire is born to understand life and its purpose how many ever times we hear it it's like you know, to the deaf ears <clears throat> so what is the purpose of life it may be reaching it may be not reaching but still siddha arthah arthah purposefulness siddha the one who has accomplished it and what is that accomplishment to be abiding in the self as the self and reveling in the self there is no more uh, you know aims of life goals of life now such persons very existence is the extension of that experience which is nothing but highest state of happiness or bliss whatever such mahatma does is for only one purpose to reach out to the masses and give everyone 
And at that point, you are not looking at whether they are qualified or not. You have in such abundance that you say, give. If they are not qualified, they will not relish it anyway. So, once Gurudev was asked, do you know that this, this Upanishads and everything that you are speaking on is like, you know, beautiful diamonds, you are throwing into the masses and they will lose its purpose. So, he, his standpoint was that all the diamonds that I have, he is talking about his blissful nature. I don't mind losing it. If I speak in 100 cities and in his talks there were at least about 10, 15, 20,000 people, minimum 10,000 people, so 100 cities. So, how many people? You can tell in millions, right? So, of these 10 million people, even if it hits one person and reach to that ultimate, my being here is justified. How many millions has he touched? Siddhartha, the one who has accomplished the very purpose of life and its existence. <clears throat> Siddha Sankalpaha, there are at times when, you know, even in your day to day life, Sometimes, I call this by mistake only. If you are from Bombay, galti se mistake ho gaya. You think of something and it happens. Has it ever happened to you? Not big, big things, you know, small things. You are so tired and you put in a real hard day's work. And you have a sudden craving. You know, today I should have sugar cane juice. And your friend stops by saying that, you know, I had stopped at the grocery store and they were having this fresh sugar cane juice. I don't know, I wanted to, you know, spend some time as so I brought in some sugar cane. How did you know? I was just thinking of that right now. What happens is whenever we are connected with our own sattvic nature, purest nature, Suchihi, when we are connected, every thought carries the potentiality of fulfillment. But it is a catch-22. As long as you have this intention to reach to the sattvic state so that every single full uh, thought or desire 
finds its fulfillment, then you never reach sattvic nature. You never connect to that sattvic nature. Having connected to that sattvic nature, there is no more desire. You know, we read, most of you must have read this. Every single seeker should have read it. Because that is very enticing introduction into spirituality. Autobiography of a yogi. Have you read that book? <clears throat> there, you know, his father, Yoganandji's father, purchases an ointment because his sister had an abscess on her foot or hand, wherever it was. And uh, she had applied it uh, and they observed him applying it in couple of spots on his body. And the father said, why are you wasting it? So he said, this is for those uh, boils that will come for tomorrow that I am applying the medicine today itself. And by the time morning, exact spots there were boils, big, big ones. He is willed by his guru to go to the west. And uh, um, Encinatus, that is where his ashram is, Encinatus. <clears throat> so he reaches to that shoreline and he is walking, he suddenly turns around and he looks at the entire picturesque uh, thing and he says, I know this place. And he walks through that, you know, the, the, from his ashram, there is a sudden drop into the shoreline. He is walking on that shoreline, he turns and he sees that this is exactly what I know. So he knows how to walk up and he goes exactly into that little uh, house that was built as if he, he had lived there all his life. So his students who were around, they, how do you know that, you know, we also did not know that there was a path all the way up to the house. How did you know that? He says, I have been having visions of this particular property, of this place, Encinatus, for God knows, right since my childhood. Where is Calcutta? <laughs> where he was born and brought up. Uh, where is Encinatus? It is on the other side of the globe. If you put, you know, spread the atlas, you know, Calcutta is here and the other side is and he had a vision of it. And between he has to come to India and world travel. And by the time he goes back, his first student, and he was so inspired by him that he sells all his assets to buy that property as a surprise for him, as the first ashram that he builds. Siddha Sankalpaha. That every single thought that passes by gets fulfilled.
hence therefore even by mistake even by even as a joke do not wish harm of anybody around why god knows you know by mistake you are in that satvik state and it turns out to happen what you have thought if it is something that which we can control but our goodness is not under our control no on a serious note thought word or deed however bad the other person may have caused our pain or sorrow or misery do not intend any harm to anybody nature will it takes its own course you be simple you be attuned to that self within wish not for anybody's misery in this world therefore the rishi's prayer always has been sarve bhavantu sukhinah sarve santu niramayah sarve bhadrani pasyantu ma kaschid dukkha bhag bhavet look at the magnanimity of the prayer they did not pray that if there is somebody who does not believe in my god they are uh, against us so kill them the prayer was not that uh, you know sarve hindavah sukhino bhavantu sarve uh, sanatana dharminah niramayah santu no they had transcended all these tuchh you know the cheap stunts of life they had gone to such a magnanimity that every single creature every single being if i am connected to that truth within if i am connected to that uh, purity within may everybody bhavantu sukhinah may everybody be happy sarve santu niramayah amaya is disease niramaya let there be no disease and one of the biggest diseases and the ancient most disease is hunger when let there be no hunger or thirst even let them let the entire population let the entire mankind let the entire beings always be satisfied सर्वे सुखिनः सर्वे सन्तु सर्वे भद्राणि पश्यन्तु मे एवरीबॉडी हैव अ सात्विक विजन व्हाट काइंड ऑफ अ प्रेयर इट इज इट इज नॉट सफिशिएंट इफ आई अलोन हैव माय सात्विक एटीट्यूड विद दैट सात्विक एटीट्यूड कनेक्टेड विद माय सात्विकता आई प्रे फॉर एवरीवंस वेल बीइंग मा कश्चित दुख भाग भवेत मे नॉट इवन एन एंट गो थ्रू अ सफरिंग मोमेंट इन इट्स लाइफ 
look at the magnanimity of theirs. That with that connection, with that divine within, their constant sankalpa and this by mistake, we have considered that the Mahatmas are inactive, they do not do social good. That is our primitive way of thinking. If connected with that divine, if you are connected with that sattvikata, that your sankalpa can take shape. Don't waste time in doing anything else. Always be connected and always be with that sankalpa. so many Mahatmas out there who are constantly in that meditation. Their only purpose, may everybody in this creation have peace. So there are some smart people, they say, but where is peace? It existed as just even before you screamed, where is peace? <coughs> If, there, if they are those Mahatmas and if they are having that kind of an impact, why is there no peace? Imagine if they were not there in the equation, what would have been the condition? If their presence is having such an impact today, that you see some unavoidable circumstances here and there every single day, remove them from the equation. So, at our level, every single day, let the prayer be, may everybody be happy, may everybody be content, may everybody be uh, disease free, physical, mental, intellectual, whatever be the disease. Adhi, Vyadhi, all put together, Niramayaha. Siddha Sankalpaha. Such one who is constantly selfless and wants to give always to everyone around. Siddhi Daha. Kabir Das Ji puts it very beautifully. Mange Milena Bhik. When he was young, he was left for fending for himself. He would go house to house asking for alms. You can always say, you know, not today, why? But the kind of insulting words that people use. Very piercing. Instead of feeding, they fed me only with gali. Bin mange. When I now don't care about such things. He had a big uh, you know, experience that Akbar had come to meet Kabir Dasi. And he brought in trays and trays of you know, gold, silver, jewels, precious stones as a gift. You know, bhet, chadawa. 
so he looked at all that and he smiled and that is when he makes this statement mange mile na bhik bin mange moti tapke chhappar phadke when when i was asking for food they did not even give me a morsel of food now that i don't care about any such now the pearls and gems and all the precious stones are falling almost like tearing through the roof siddhidaha once you have that sankalpa well you don't need to look back for any such help he will provide if he is in everybody will he not provide the inspiration in everybody's heart to support that which is just whatever little experience that i can hold and guruji said in this course that was recently conducted it has to be conducted free until then the plan was to have every student pay for it and he said free so i just in my own humor i said we already have a fee i said he knew that i was kidding around he said main mazak nahi kar raha hu guruji i am not kidding around it is not for a fee it will be free and just to make it clear f r e e made it very clear and, and not a single moment that there was a doubt i said okay now we have to we don't have that income to support this this is a good cause and as you see it it is seamlessly things start falling in place you may have to put effort connecting them but you will see that things are falling in place opening up all avenues like moses when he wanted to cross what did he cross ocean or a river sea right ha and the, the oceans part if krishna wanted uh, he had to be dropped off yamuna ji parts things happen and for us it has to be that miraculous to observe that there is a miracle happening simple simple little things happen we just don't observe it siddhidaha keep that intention keep that purity keep that integrity within and things start happening siddhidaha सिद्धि साधना अचीविंग हिम इन अवर ओन हार्ट अचीविंग दैट परमात्मा इन आर ओन हार्ट इज दी ओनली साधना दैट हैज टू बी डन वॉट इज इट दैट कनेक्ट टू हिम इज द नाम Have you seen his rupa? Not in sculptures, not in photo. Have you seen his form? Then I would be sitting there, and you would be here ta- talking about it, right? What is it that connects us to that which we have never seen, never experienced? Is the nama? 
all that you need to do in this Kali Yuga. Make it a practice to constantly repeat the name of the Lord. <clears throat> in India also you sneezed. Did you ever say excuse me there? You come into this country and you have not even sneezed and it is not even done, you already excuse me. Excuse me comes along with it. When you can make an abhyasa of excuse me, can't you make an abhyasa of Krishna, Narayana, Damodara? Narayana. Then later you may say excuse me also. Nothing wrong in that. I don't find the need of it, but still. Yes, it is not something that you planned to sneeze at that moment, right? It just happened. Something goes bad. You use that four letter word starting with S ending with T. Were you born with that word? As soon as you were born, instead of Amma or Ma, you said S, bleep, bleep T. Did we, were we born with that? Did we not pick it up? Did we not make an abhyasa of it? A simple little thing happens. And now instead of that word, we replace it, shoot. The first time I heard, I literally asked, whom and why? Then they later explained, it's a replacement for that four-letter word. So you evolved from that four-letter word to shoot. You could make an abhyasa of that. Oh my God! Oh my gosh! Did we not make a practice of it? Maybe in kids' language today, OMG, OMG, OMG. <laughs> if we can make a practice of this in day-to-day -day life, can't we make a practice of repeating the name of the Lord incessantly? You sneeze. What do you say? Narayana. You fall? Narayana. You wake up? Narayana. Then you are not somebody who is searching for time to say the name of the Lord. In every act, you are constantly with the Lord. Do you all brush your teeth? How many times? At least two times a day. <clears throat> How much time do we spend? Five to ten minutes? Hoping that they are still 32 teeth. Because in this country, the dentists are very notorious. 
they would like to pull away your wisdom. I went once to a dentist because I had some uh, swelling in the gum. Instead of looking at that problem, I have to plug, pull out your, that is the only place that I can really claim to have wisdom. And you don't pull that away from me now. Hopefully you have all 32 teeth. Each tooth, as you are scrubbing, Narayana, Narayana, Narayana. You are standing in the shower. Sahasra Sirusha Purushaha Abhisheka. Sahasraksha Sahasrapat Sabhumim Vishwato Vratva Atyatishtad Dashangulam. Mahamid, I don't know Purusha Suktam. Okay, whatever you know. What do you know? Hanuman Chalisa. Shri Guru Charana Sarojarajanya Manamukara Sudhari Barana Raghubara Bhimala Jasujodaya Kupalachari Buddhihina Tanujani. I don't know that also. Narayana. Can you say that? Simple. Narayana, Narayana, Narayana. Siddhi sadhana. You don't need to search for time to you know, sit and chant the name of the Lord. You all eat food. Rhetorical question nahi hai. Serious question hai. Yes, right? How many times? How many ever times you give, we will eat. At least three times minimum. Every single time, how much time do you spend on food? Eating only. Preparing and cleaning, I am not including. Only eating. 15 to 20 minutes, half an hour. So those 15-20 minutes when you are sitting, every morsel that goes in, Narayana, Narayana, Narayana. You don't need to be, you know, if I am eating, how do I say it? No, just say it in your head. Okay, put in the, chewing it, Narayana, Narayana, Narayana. Another morsel, Narayana, Narayana, Narayana. And this is what we try to teach the kids. Khate bhi ram kaho, sote bhi ram kaho, rote bhi ram kaho, ram, ram, ram. And we as parents, we are, uh, our little kids are doing all the action and everything. We are busy with the camera trying to capture, capture the idea behind. That at every single step of our life, you will find those pockets of moments wherein you are not busy doing anything else. Instead of brooding, instead of worrying, instead of being anxious, take the name of the Lord. You don't need anything else. And for those who spend time in cooking, Cleaning, inevitables of life, right? Instead of looking at them like, 
I mean, all these concepts. If somebody gives me ironing job even today, ironing job and namasmarana don't go together. <laughs> I cannot stand it. I'm telling you where I fail. But the rest of it you can practice. Maybe you can, while ironing also you can chant the name of the Lord, there's nothing wrong in it. We would love to spend time to browse about what Iran is doing, what Iraq is doing, what Afghanistan is doing, what Russia is doing. <clears throat> How many business uh, markets do you follow? Hong Kong, Japan, uh, London or London, New York, any other? Bombay. They see here to Bombay. You know when it is up, you know when it is down. And there are some people who wake up right in the Brahma Muhurta Kala, 3.34 o'clock, so that they can put investments in that time zone. When you can do all these gymnastics, you can always take the name of the Lord also. Nothing is impossible. Don't try to make another movie, Impossible 6. Mission Impossible. If at all possible, make a movie. Everything is possible. Now all that in Kali Yuga, the, the scripture is asking, chant the name of the Lord with this understanding. With one Nama you cannot focus. Sit down. Vishwam Vishnur Vashatkaro Bhuta Bhavya Bhavat Prabhu Bhuta Bhuta Bhavo Bhuta Atma Bhuta Bhavanaha What am I reading? It's called Vishnu Sahasranama. <laughs> FYI. If all these things are very difficult, I say Rama, Rama, Rama. If something, somebody, Ayya, you are a red, or you know, screaming at somebody. Instead, and that's what I love in Vrindavan. Even in their highest moments of anger, it's a dirty city given. There will be pigs, there will be uh, open drainage, there will be everything there. But the texture and quality of their mindset, even in the peak of their anger, gali ne denge. They will not use cuss words. Even in their anger, with their biting their teeth and clenching their teeth, they will say, Radhe, Radhe, get out my way. Radhe, 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 Radhe. For repeating that name of the Lord again and again, I would give that city the highest rate of spirituality. Not as a cleanliness. The spiritual level, I will give it to that. So let us invoke, make a sankalpa that repeating the name of the Lord costs nothing. Do not waste a moment to go by 
wherein you have not chanted or taken the name of the Lord. Nothing more simpler than that process. Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Namaha Harihi Om We'll see Vishnu Sahasranama next month, one week. The calendar is already uploaded on our website. So you can uh, take a couple of minutes time and take a note of it on the website, on our cmdfw.org website. So as we conclude, uh, you can bring your Guru Dakshina and uh, leave it here on the top. And there are some chocolates. I'll give you as prasad. Om. Did I say Purnamadaha? Okay. Om Purnamadaha. Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate. Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate. Om Shant Shant Shantihi. Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyonamaha. Harihi Om.